0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grizz Weekly Grind, a proud affiliate of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Pete Pranick, a TV voice of the Memphis Grizzlies and your host for the program. This is episode 56, brought to you today by DraftKings Sportsbook. The NFL is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for week one. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season, and you will get $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Take advantage of this limited-time offer now. Now, you heard right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any Week 1 game. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts. Plus, you can make every game a big game with same-game parlays. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any Week 1 game. That's promo code TBPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Well, uh, I had promised you in episode 55 that we would have part two of our conversation with Andy Schiffman, who is an agent uh, for Priority Sports based out of Chicago. Uh, we got the NBA schedule in the intervening time. And for those of you who have followed the Grizzlies for a period of time and uh, you have followed uh, our sideline reporter on Bally Sports Southeast, Rob Fisher, you know that Rob immediately, as soon as the schedule comes out, has everything scoped out. How many games at home? How many on the road? How many back to backs? You no know, four and fives? How many five and sevens? Uh, he, he breaks down the schedule in a number of different ways. The interview with Andy Schiffman, part two, uh, we're actually going to push that to episode 57 next Thursday because the information that Andy and I talk about, it, it's, it's evergreen. It's not dated and, and it's not really going to change. So we'll hold that over to episode 57. So today in episode 56, we visit with Rob Fisher and uh, get his schedule breakdown. Grizzlies really start with a rough, rough road. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about what he perceives to be the most important storyline for the Grizzlies moving forward into the 21-22 NBA regular season. Uh, We should point out that the Grizzlies will have six preseason games. This uh, wasn't covered uh, very extensively, but the Grizzlies will have six preseason games, three at home, three on the road. To give you that preseason schedule, Grizzlies, how about this for a preseason opener? They got the Milwaukee Bucks. On Tuesday, uh, October the 5th, that will be at FedEx Forum, a 7 o'clock tip. A couple nights later, Thursday night, October the 7th, Grizzlies will be in Charlotte, a 6 o'clock Central Time tip. Then on Saturday, the 9th of October, Atlanta comes to Memphis. And then two nights later, Detroit comes in. The Atlanta and Detroit games, Saturday and Monday, respectively, the 9th and the 11th of October. Both of those will tip at 7 o'clock Memphis time. Then they will wrap up with a Wednesday and Friday road trip going first to Indiana on October the 13th. And then they'll wrap up the preseason on Friday, October the 15th with a 7 o'clock tip against the Chicago Bulls at United Center. Then the regular season starts on Wednesday, October the 20th. Grizzlies will play, of course, the requisite 82 games. It will end on Sunday, April the 10th, 2022, with a home date against the Boston Celtics. In fact, the Grizzlies are going to end up playing three games in four days. Uh, They will be at Denver on April the 7th. They come home, and then they play on the 9th and the 10th to New Orleans and Boston, and it will be a very interesting end to the NBA regular season uh, with a lot of seeding, probably uh, the Grizzlies are hoping that there is seeding on the line and perhaps uh, a spot in the play-in game or an opportunity to get in the top six and avoid the play-in tournament. We'll see. But the Grizzlies do have a very, very difficult start. They start at home on Wednesday, October the 20th against Cleveland, then a four-game road trip, Clippers, Lakers, Trailblazers, and Golden State Warriors over a span of five uh 5 days cuz there are two back to backs in there but multiple days off in between so it's not a not a true 4 and 5 uh it's 23rd 24th of October with the Lakers and the Clippers and then the Grizzlies get a couple of days off they get Monday and Tuesday off then Portland and Golden State on a back to back so four games but uh, it's actually going to be in 6 days on that trip for the Memphis Grizzlies. Then they come home, three-game homestand, they get Miami, and then they get Denver twice. Don't want to give away everything that Rob Fisher and I are going to talk about during the uh, scheduling uh, portion of our conversation, as which Rob will be our uh, he'll be our friend of the program today, which he always has been a friend of the program and will remain a friend of the program forever. He's, he's got emeritus – well, no, not emeritus status. He's got uh, He's got tenure, I guess you'd say. There is one thing that I do want to address, and I know that this is the most frequent question that I am asked – And that is, will Brevin, Rob, and I be able to go on the road? And the answer, as of the recording of this podcast, which is Tuesday, August the 24th, at 2.11 in the afternoon, is I don't know. It's not been made clear if local broadcasters will be allowed to travel. As Adam Silver has famously said, the virus remains in charge. The Delta variant is causing havoc in a lot of the states here in the South. Um, vaccination rates remain low. And as a result, there is definitely some question whether or not teams are going to fly broadcasters to road games. Obviously, Brevin, Fish, and I, and the Grizzlies organization, to their great credit, they, they feel very, very strongly that if it is safe to do so, we do need to be on the road. There's absolutely no question that being at the venue is a huge, huge asset for us Uh, in terms of our ability to connect with assistant coaches from our team, from the other team, to connect with players, to connect with other broadcasters, and to get important information to you, the viewer. uh, We need to be on site. Again, we're still waiting for guidance from the NBA, whether or not we will be allowed to travel. I've talked with people in the NBA League office, and I have been told that the medical board that they have assembled uh, will be the group that will ultimately make decisions as to whether or not broadcasters will be able to travel. There is the issue of flying on a charter flight with players. Uh, I can understand and I would imagine that the regional sports networks and the crewers who hire the people who work on these shows will require those to be in the arena to be vaccinated. The Players Association, that's an entirely different situation. They are unionized. Whether the union is going to mandate that everybody gets uh, inoculated, I, I have no idea. So there are a lot of ins and outs, a lot of twists and turns. We're sitting here in August. Training camps open in uh, basically five weeks. And at this point, we don't know if we are going to be allowed to be on the road or not. I will say this, and I do say this at the risk of alienating some people. I believe in science. I believe in being vaccinated. Do they make you bulletproof? No, they don't. They will make you safer. And the more people that we have inoculated, the better off we're all going to be. The reason that we have the Delta variant, if you believe the scientists, and I, I happen to believe them, the reason we have these variants is because we have a very low vaccination rate. And so we have had the opportunity, the virus more specifically, has had the opportunity to propagate and to adapt and to change into this variant. And if we don't have greater levels of vaccination, we're not going to be talking about the Delta variant. We're going to be talking about the Gamma variant. We'll be talking about the Kappa variant. Uh, COVID 19 is here to stay, and it's going to take vaccinations. It's going to take booster shots. That's just the reality of where we are. And I am hopeful that people now that the Pfizer vaccine has received full FDA approval, I am hopeful that more and more people will go for the shot. The more people we can get inoculated, the better off our society is going to be because we're going to hopefully, hopefully keep this virus somewhat contained and so that it does not mutate into different variations that could be even more transmissible and more deadly. So let's quit talking about the virus. Let's move on to happier things as we look toward the future and the Memphis Grizzlies schedule, which was released at the end of last week. Our friend of the program today to talk about it is Rob Fisher. You know him on Twitter at the Fish Nation, also on Instagram as well. If all you know about Rob Fisher is the loud jackets and the wild shoes, you are missing a major, major part of the situation. He is one of the very best sideline reporters we have in the NBA. He has also been a champion for those whose lives have been touched by autism. His son Colton is on the spectrum. Rob has been tireless in raising funds and awareness for autism evaluation and treatment. He has also been very vocal about the need for mental health resources and uh, he's been a tremendous advocate for mental health. Fantastic Person, Rob Fisher, not merely a sideline reporter. He is just a truly, truly solid individual. And we are so blessed to have him here in Memphis and thrilled to have him as part of our crew and proud and thrilled and happy and all that other good stuff that he is our friend of the program today to talk about the NBA schedule. So, Rob Fisher, I almost feel like playing the theme music to the Masters, a tradition unlike any others. The Rob Fisher breakdown of the Memphis Grizzlies schedule. Uh, What's the first thing that you look at when, when this comes out and Christmas morning has arrived and we get the official schedule. What's the first thing Rob Fisher looks at
1: MLK day without hesitation. That's my answer. Uh, Every year. It's the first game that I look at, see who the Grizzlies are playing, see what time they're playing, see what network it's going to be on. Um, you know, because it's, it's, such a, it's such a big event in Memphis, uh, not just the game, but everything surrounding the game. The entire weekend uh, is always special, and the weekend's going to kick off this year with a game on Friday uh, on ESPN, and of course, we'll have it as well on Valley Sports, um, but it'll kick off Friday with a 9 o'clock start against Dallas. And, and then you have all the activities throughout the weekend, and then it culminates Monday with the symposium, and the Grizzlies will take on the Chicago Bulls 2.30 on TNT, and it'll kick off the day. I think it's a, I think it's a good time. I, I always want to see if the game's on TNT because it should be on TNT, and, and it should be a showcase game for the NBA. So uh, always look at that first, and uh, I think it's a good one. Uh, Bulls will be a good opponent, and we've seen the Bulls a couple of times on MLK Day. And with it kicking off the day and being on TNT, uh, I was happy to see that.
0: It will also be on Bally Sports Southeast.
1: Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. But I'm talking about I'm talking about for the rest of the nation
0: for the, for, for, to, for the nation.
1: Yeah, to see to see Memphis <laughs> and the Grizzlies, you know, they're going to be showcased that day. It's just a matter of TNT, ESPN, or NBA TV. And uh, so for it to be TNT, I'm happy. Now, for the people in Memphis, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Got to watch Bally Valley us. Sports <laughs> is where you tune in for Grizzlies basketball. No doubt,
0: 100%. Yeah, there will only be one game that will uh, not be on Valley Sports Southeast. The only exclusive is going to be uh, March the 8th, New Orleans. That will be on TNT.
1: I think it's interesting, Pete, though, just to uh, kick off that a little bit, uh, the national television games, with seven of them being on TNT or ESPN, two on uh, TNT, uh, and the other five being on ESPN, which is a good number, you know, to have seven going into the season along with another four on NBA TV, and then that could always change throughout the year where more could be added because it's interesting. the, The fourth game of the season is on ESPN at Portland. That's the only game in the first 44 that's on national television. The other six come in the next 29 games, so you're going to see a lot of the Grizzlies. I th- also think it's interesting, you know, as you look at the schedule, there are more Thursday night games than ever before.
0: And yes. Thursday is usually reserved for TNT. Right. But they've changed now. And Tuesday has now tuesday's be- become now their tuesdays Tuesday is now, is now TNT's night. Um, you mentioned the fact that the fourth game of the season, third road game of the season, Grizzlies at Portland will be on ESPN. I look at this schedule, and the thing that just jumps out at me right away, which is kind of obvious because it's the start of the season, you play Cleveland at home, but then you go on the road to play four against teams that were either in the playoffs or Golden State in the play-in. Then you come home, you've got Miami, Denver twice, and then at Washington, they were also in the play-in. How how? How do you get through those first ten games? If you get through five hundred, are you feeling good about yourself? Sure. Well,
1: I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't. I don't think you have to look at the record that early in the season. I think it's more a how are you playing, um, right? You know, I mean, you could play really well against the Clippers, Lakers, Portland, or Golden State and lose. Um, so, you know, how are you playing? I, I guess being the most important thing there. I, I don't mind it because I, I. I think to to look at it with a positive spin good to catch those teams early, you know, before they click Lakers. have had a lot of changes. Clippers have had a lot of changes and they'll be without Kawhi. Um, Portland's always Portland, but but they're always great matchups. And then golden state, you know, they're going through some changes. So, you know, how are guys getting acclimated? How are guys health at at that point? So, you know, I, I, I think maybe it's a good time, you know, before those teams really get going as the season goes along Maybe it's a good time to catch them and to catch them early. You you get, you know, one of your three longest trips. They got three four-game road trips. You get one of them out of the way in the first five games of the season. Uh, You get the Lakers, Clippers, uh, Portland, and Golden State, one of the games on the road against all four, and you'll play two against all four of those on the road. Uh, You get them all out of the way early. I think it's good to get them out of the way early because, to to me, the thing that stands out – now, you you might even bring it up because – the first four road games certainly stand out because they're the first five games, but those last 10 games, you know, you want to be playing your best basketball come the end of March and beginning of April. And that's where the schedule, I mean, those, those 10 are brutal, you know, Brooklyn, Indiana team that you just haven't, you just don't beat Indiana. Maybe that changes historically. Yeah. Then you have Milwaukee golden state, You go to San Antonio, they still got pop and it's at San Antonio. I don't know how bad they're going to be. Uh, Then you have Phoenix at Utah, at Denver, New Orleans, a team you haven't beaten in decades, feels like (laughs) it seems. (laughs) And and then Boston to wrap up the season. So that that'll be a really interesting stretch in, in those final 10 games, where you're at before those 10 games and where you finish.
0: Yeah, and you look at those teams that you're going to be playing, where are they going to be and how concerned are they going to be about seating, We're visiting with Rob Fisher, the sideline reporter for the Grizzlies on Valley Sports Southeast and also a key component of the Grind City media effort with uh, multiple, multiple hats that he wears <laughs> or holds, as Tony Allen might say. He's, right. our, uh, he's our friend of the program today on the Grizz Weekly Grind. We're looking at the Grizzlies 21-22 NBA regular season schedule. I look at the numbers 21-22 and it's like, oh my goodness, the, the, these numbers are getting kind of high. One of the things that I look at, the cities that I want to visit, the cities that I'd like to spend yeah. some time in, uh, right. I think it's this is something that we haven't had. I can't remember ever. We will be on the road through the Christmas holiday. Normally, we might play a game on the road, come back, that you can celebrate Christmas in Memphis and then go back out on the road or maybe have a home game. We're going to be in the midst. And again, we, we should tell our listeners here. We're operating under the assumption that we will travel to games. That's the way it's looking at the moment. But as Adam Silver says, the virus is in control. We don't have a a final determination, but we are hopeful that we will actually be able to go on the road and do our jobs in the best way possible, which is to actually be in the building. Uh, It's a road trip that starts the 23rd at Golden State. Then you don't play until the day after Christmas at Sacramento and then at Phoenix. That's really intriguing, and I'm curious to see what it's going to be like to have Christmas that far away from home uh, and in the midst of a road trip. That's something that we haven't experienced. No,
1: which is, which is crazy all these years, Pete, and we haven't. We haven't been on the road over the Christmas holiday. But we have a bunch of times, as you mentioned. You know, you'd be home for Christmas Eve and for Christmas Day, and we've left like Christmas Day, you know, like around 5 or 6 o'clock at night. Um, so, you know, we've been able to at least have Christmas, but yeah, this year being in golden state, Sacramento and Phoenix, um, it'll be interesting, but you know, you mentioned us being back out on the road and and you, myself, Brevin, we we all talk about it all the time that and people have heard it before, you know, when we're on the road and throughout the course of a year, what it, what it's like, you know, it's like a family and, and we are family, our traveling party, and not just the three of us, the. The guys that work in the truck who travel with us, the radio guys who travel as well. So all of us, you know, are 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 like a family. We go out to dinner together. We're on the bus together. We have meetings together. I mean, we're we're together for six months out of the year. So we didn't have that last year, and and we didn't have a lot of it the year prior when when the world came to a screeching halt while we were on the road in Portland. Um, so I, I think that if 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 we're traveling and and i really hope so m- number 1 because of the job but also because of the the relationships that we have on the road i don't know i'm kind of looking forward to it you know i mean it is what it is we have to go so so, <laughs> so you know i mean you you might as well not dread it uh, i mean because it's going to happen so i i think I, I think it'll be i think it'll be nice i think it'll be nice for all of us to have a christmas dinner you know and it might even be some our christmas brunch whatever we have and, and i imagine it'd be something that the team would be involved in that we've done something with them when we've been on the road for thanksgiving so i you know i i'm it's not that i'm looking forward to it but since it is going to happen i i think we'll make the best of it i i i i'll i'll look forward to being with you and brevin and uh scott and tom and b-dub and and all the guys eric and uh, Michael and Hank and you know or, or Elliot uh, whoever is on the
0: road I, I'm I'll look forward to spending Christmas with y'all. Yeah, that will be that will be a tremendous experience. I, I, I kind of got sidetracked here. You know, cities that you like to visit. I'm, I'm hoping I don't know if we're going to spend Christmas in Sacramento or or in San Francisco. I, I prefer San Francisco. Sorry, all you Sacramento fans out there. But is is there a particular place on the schedule where you're looking forward to having a day off? when we're on the road?
1: Well, San Francisco, There on that Christmas trip. We'll we'll get in the day before the game. And I would imagine with those two off days between that, we'd stay at least another day. I mean, that's a short bus ride down to Sacramento. No sense in leaving San Francisco. So that one (laughs) for sure. Uh, and, And it's my favorite city to go to in the league. But then another one of my favorite cities is New York uh, and going to the city. And if I'm not mistaken, as I quickly try to find it, I think we have an off day Yes, both yes. times. Uh, our, our, on the Brooklyn trip, we get in the day before. So we'll have a night uh, on the Brooklyn trip. And then the New York trip, yeah, we have a, a day off. So we'll go from Philadelphia to New York. We'll have a full day off on February 1st. And then we go to Orlando on the 5th. So might even, I assume we'd stay over in New York and who knows if we'd stay an extra day. But even if we don't stay an extra day, getting to Orlando an extra day early is not a bad situation either. So that Philly, New York, Orlando trip, that's, that's one that I'm looking forward to. Heck, I'm looking forward to the first trip of the year. That four gamer got some, (laughs) got some, got some good food, man. Los Angeles, Portland and Golden State will be
0: eating real well right out of the gate without a doubt. Well, that Philly. New York Knicks Orlando trip, a couple of things we will be flying in the day before. So we will have uh, a Sunday night in Philadelphia. Uh, I believe you'll be picking up some pretzels. uh, I'm I'm reasonably sure
1: as many as I can get
0: Uh, Tuesday night, the 1st of February, you know, we're going to have a night off in New York, which maybe go see some shows, definitely get some good food. And, you know, Brevin, I mean, as much as, you know, he's, he's an East coast, he's a Jersey guy. Mm -hmm. We'll probably want to stay in the Northeast, but, he he'll be torn because then you've got a couple of days off and you, you have Thursday and Friday before a Saturday game in Orlando. And you know how much Brevin loves golf in Orlando.
1: So. Brevin loves golf in Orlando. Mm. And, and, and the beauty is, you know, last year, or no, I guess it was two years ago when we opened the season in Miami, you know, that kind of sucked. Cause you were like, well, the weather's nice here. I mean, <laughs> now we're going to Miami and it's, it's a little warmer, but eh, it kind of, Kind of ruined it. But this year we go to Miami December 6th. So great opportunity for golf uh, in what it will be cold weather uh, in Memphis on December 6th. And then that Orlando one is February 5th. So another opportunity of going somewhere that's a lot warmer in a place that you can go play golf. So yeah, those, those trips, you, you always want those to be in December, January, February, whereas the Toronto trip you only want in October or April yet every year we seem to go in february this year however uh we're going a little earlier but still probably going to be pretty cold in toronto november 30th in toronto
0: yeah well the 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 i hate to pack for this road trip is going to be the one in late january milwaukee denver dallas san antonio that's going to be uh we pack sweaters we Potentially pack shorts. I don't know. It may may not be weather warm in Dallas in January. It can get kind of cold there. Uh, yeah, so it's it's intriguing. But as uh, our good friend Mark Boyle with the Indiana Pacers says, forty one at home, forty one on the road, and right. um, and we're we're really looking forward to it. What's uh, final final thing for you, Rob Fisher? What's what's the biggest storyline as the Grizzlies? enter this training camp in late September and then into the season. What's, what's the top line story. If, if somebody asks Rob Fisher, what is the story for this Memphis Grizzlies team going into this year? What is it?
1: I think my answer would be different than most, because I think most would say Jaron Jackson jr. uh, Coming back and being healthy and, you know, being one of the rocks uh, of your organization going forward. My answer, however, would just simply be who makes the roster. I mean, because right now I I was talking to Brevin about this yesterday. Every time someone asks me about players in a trade or asks me about a trade, I I don't want to say the wrong thing. It's like when a friend asks about a girlfriend. You know, you if you say the wrong thing and they stay together, well then you're a jerk. If you say the right <laughs> thing and they end up breaking up, well then you feel like an idiot. So every every one of these trades, they're like, so what do you think of Rajon Rondo? I'm like. Eh he could be good i don't know <laughs> you know then, if he ever
0: suits up for the grizzlies
1: right that's the thing because you don't know who's going to be on the roster i mean for 24 hours i was really excited about patrick beverly you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know i mean that he's not or not going to be uh, at least according to all the reports that a deal will eventually be done reportedly um you know I, I won't miss him we never had him how can you miss him when he won't you know when he wasn't <laughs> was never there Uh, so it's, uh, it's just interesting because, you know, there are three guys who are going to be gone and you can guess who they are. And it might be guys that we've never seen on our roster before. There's a really good chance that those guys are all in the mix, that they'll never make it to Memphis and we won't actually have them a part of the team. Um, but it's possible. I mean, there's a chance that it could be a guy that's currently on the roster that we've watched play. So. I, I don't know. I, I think it'll be really interesting to see how that shakes out. I'm I'm, I'm I'm interested in just the one move they have to make to to make a deal with Milwaukee official, and and you know who will that player be, or is there another deal involved where maybe multiple players, or how's that going to work out? So. I'm just kind of interested. I want to see the rosters shake out because I want to start prepping for the season, Pete, and I don't even know who's on our team yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, there, there there are more guys than we have slots for, and, and that's something that uh, Zach Kleiman and the Grizzlies front office will have to figure out. Robbie, it is great to visit with you as always. We appreciate your being part of the Grizz Weekly Grind to uh, to talk about the NBA schedule for the Memphis Grizzlies, and it is a full, for the first time in a long time, or so it seems, a full 82 games. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, it it was nice to see a, a schedule a schedule that looked normal and 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 hopefully that it will play out as normal as possible this year. Pete, always a pleasure, man. Thanks
0: for having me. Anytime. So there you go. An evaluation of the Memphis Grizzlies 2021 22 NBA schedule from the man himself, Rob Fisher. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Episode 56 of the Grizz Weekly Grind, a proud affiliate of the Basketball Podcast Network, brought to you today by DraftKings Sportsbook. Coming up next week in Episode 57, it will be Part 2 of our conversation with NBA agent Andy Schiffman. Hope you enjoyed today's show, and we hope that you will rate, review, and subscribe to the Grizz Weekly Grind. Tell all your friends about it as we get ready for a new NBA season on the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Pete Pranica. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.